We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Coming up, the latest in Kansas City soccer coverage from KCSN. Featuring no other pod with Jimmy Mack, Daniel Kuser, and Chris Wright. And Soccer Talks with Allie Trost-Martin. KC Sports Network is your new go-to for Kansas City soccer coverage. Make sure and hit that follow button so you don't miss anything. And now, let's get to it. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. Mushroom Kingdom! (laughs) Don't get me started on that. I'm Jimmy. Along with my good buddy, not Chris Pratt. His name is Dan. Daniel Kuzer, what is going on, my friend? Kuz Mario, baby. Kuz Mario. Well, you would have been better than Chris Pratt. I'll say that. That that was an old AOL screen name, by the way. Kuz Mario. Kuz Mario? You big Super Mario guy? Pretty sure it's my Be Real name or my Snapchat. I don't know. Play old uh, Super Mario 64 days or what? I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. Good times. (laughs) Kuz Mario. Well, hit him up. AOL. AIM. You you still got it. Come get it um how's it going my friend oh dude going all right found this sweet headband this sweet sporting giveaway yeah uh i was like you know what i'm gonna wear that because i enjoy this this transfer this look that you're going on it's like you're slowly transforming you're gonna be like a sporting kc themed wwe wrestler i imagine this is your look coming out i do look like i need to be dabbing on these fools yeah so uh you know i'm selling the merch get that tank top do it Hit us up, you know, bitly.com slash no other pod. You can see that merch. You know, it's, it's only uh, faded because I wear it a lot. <laughs> There's always sales going on. Go check it out. They sent oh, me an email sure. the other day. It's probably like 30% off right now. There's yeah. always, if it's never not on sale, just wait like a week and it'll be on sale. So they're trying to, they're trying to set up a holiday gift guide for us. I saw. <laughs> I know we don't have enough merch to be a holiday gift guide, but <laughs> yeah. you know, I feel bad. They email us and I'm like, no, I don't, you know, designs. Hey, we we need to get some more designs in there. We'll we cook do. some we'll stuff up. It. We'll hey, cook it. You know, if what what do y'all want to see? Let us know. We'll see what we yeah. can do. So we'll get we'll get it done. Um, it you know we don't have any reviews to read this week, but if mm. you leave us a five star rating and review, we'll be happy to read it. We read them all, good or bad. We prefer good. Yeah, that five star would be great if you leave it for us, and uh, we'll we'll read it here on air. So, thank you for those of you who have done it. Asking uh, those of you who have not to go ahead and do it. Um. But yeah, there's there's a few things to get into uh, this week. Some U.S. men's national team controversy that we want to talk about. Yeah, uh, a bit of pretty, that. pretty sure Daniel Shallow is trying to fight Dana White. He's, so, uh, he's trying to fight somebody. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. Um, but 
we would be remiss if we did not start on a little bit of a more somber note. Um, I'm sure if you are listening to this podcast, you are aware of the news involving Grant Wall, um, a, a very well-known soccer journalist who has been covering soccer and other sports for the better part of, oh gosh, three decades here. Um, yeah. A, a Kansas City native. Um passed suddenly at the end of the Argentina Netherlands game while covering the World Cup in, in Qatar. Um we're not gonna recount all the details of what happened. There's enough accounts online and and um but you know Grant was somebody who if you were a soccer fan in the United States, it was impossible for you not to have come across something that Grant Wall did, whether it was a podcast or an article or a book or something at some point in your life, whether you agreed with him or not on this take. Right. Whether you he, whether you fought with him or not. He shaped some aspect of your view on the world's game. And well, big into KU basketball too. So I mean, Lawrence, people know him. He's a Jayhawk. KU yeah. people know him, so he wrote the initial Sports Illustrated cover story that introduced the world to LeBron James when he was in high school. Yeah. I mean, Grant, Grant's been around for a long time. And... He was on the cover for the KU National Championships edition. Right. And so, um, obviously, it's heartbreaking whenever somebody passes unexpectedly. Um, but this is Not just... Not even old, um, man. A ripe no. 49. Like, what the hell? Uh, it just doesn't seem right. It feels weird. Makes me scared to travel a little bit. I'm not sure if that has anything to do with anything, but like getting sick and passing somewhere else just seems like not the way you imagine to go. You know? Yeah. It's, um, I mean, obviously I feel most for his wife and his family. Um, yeah. his, his wife is one of the most preeminent, um, virologist immunologist doctors in the entire world she was on joe biden's covid task force um holy shit so yeah i mean th this is you know and and i never knew grant personally i maybe no. interacted with him once in a press box hey i um, i have a list of guests i wanted to have on here and i was very sad uh because i i did want to have grant on at some point to make that happen you know well and it's it's one of those things that not to get too philosophical but you, you know whenever someone passes at a young age, you see all the people that are like, oh, you know, don't wait to say things that, that you wish you would have said, or, or make sure you, you tell people um, mm -hmm. that you care about them or, or don't wait to talk to anybody. And, and I think it's one of those things. And like our podcast is like the lowest of the low priorities in terms of what Grant Wall, everything that's going on right there. But I think it's just a, a representative story maybe that is for me, it's like, there's always time. You always think there's going to be time. There's always, we can always get him later. And now you never know. You might not make it home from work in a, in, a, in your car. Like you don't yeah. even know. I mean, wrecks happen and it's like, to, let's talk, let's, let's cry together. You want to cry because <laughs> tomorrow's not guaranteed. And that's how right. you need to think of it. Um, this guy and was doing what everyone wants to do. Go to a world cup, cover a world cup. Eight straight. It's wild. He had just got honored for being at eight straight. And, and like I said, I didn't, I, I think I, I've spoken to him very briefly in a, in a press box. We were cordial. It was, it, we didn't know each other, but yeah. I think one of the things that struck me from reading from, you know, from an outsider, somebody who doesn't know him knows of him, but doesn't know him is every single story you see from people who have interacted with Grant is, is basically he helped me and he didn't have to. 
He yeah. vouched for me when he didn't need to. He got me a job when he had no reason to. And I only can hope that one day when I pass, whether it's tomorrow or 50 years from now, there are enough people that I've interacted with who could say similar things of me. But I think, um, you know, he was, mm, he was one we'll who see. had his own style, <laughs> uh, one who had his own style. And, and sometimes he was a little bit more um, blunt about some things, particularly around, around morals and ethics that he b- truly believed in. And I think this world cup was, was no different. I mean, he was renowned for, wearing that shirt that had the rainbow colors on that he had detained for. And then not one day before he passed, he put out an article on his Substack that was talking about how um, apathetic and even beyond apathetic, just um, the disdain, if you will, that the Qatari world cup organizers had for the deaths of migrant workers that are still ongoing. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man, it's just, he's going to leave a hole in, in American soccer media that it's probably going to take multiple people to fill again, whether you, whether he was your favorite or not, like this isn't an easy thing to, to deal with. So it's wild, man, I don't, I don't even know what to say about it. Um, I guess that's just, you know, Hey, our, our thoughts. And if you're the praying type prayers go out to his family and, and loved ones, I'm sure it's tough right now. His brother has been, tweeting sort of updates it sounds like they have his body back in the united states now at the time of this recording we don't know any more details hopefully they can do a an independent investigation there are all sorts of theories out there and we're not really getting into those i mean my my hope sounds weird to say this but my hope is that now that it's happened it was just a freak natural cause because i think it might be harder if there was anything else at play but you know this shit happens all the time dude i mean some 40 some year old just has a heart attack and it's like what the fuck yeah you know you don't expect that so um but you know i think i've mentioned before i'm I'm a big fan of of the dan levitard show and and grant worked with them alongside the cooligans alongside something if you want to know a little bit about grant um they put out on his football with grant wall podcast one of the producers there just did a little eight minute tribute he worked with with grant wall his name was chris whittingham um he worked with Grant Wall very closely, and I think it's a fitting tribute. So if you if you want to learn more about Grant and his story, I would suggest go listen to the latest episode of Football with Grant Wall, and it's a it's a very good um, remembrance of Grant. So, mm. um, so yeah, that's that. Sporting um, KC. I mean, there's no Glad good way could. to to transition. Glad um, we could kick it off for you. Sporting KC put out a story. Peter Vermees made a comment. You can read more about it there, but. Um, but yeah, so no good way to transition. So we'll just do this as clumsily as we can. Sure. Um, and, and transition into other put stuff. It, put it on people that ask questions. Be like, we got some questions. What a rude time to ask them. <laughs> we do. We do have questions that we're going to get to uh, later um, in just a little bit. There, there is not a lot of, of sporting Casey news per se um, this week. Now, there was a rumor that sporting Casey was interested in MLS free agent defender Matt Hedges of FC this. Dallas. And I so uh, I looked right before we recorded this at the MLS free agent list. There's not a ton of people that jump out to me, but Matt Hedges, he's, he's an experienced defender. I'm not sure that I would turn that down if there was at all any sort of legitimate interest there on his I part. I think there's also word of possible Toronto move or Cincinnati. For Hedges? Yeah. You know, and you start, I think either way, no matter what city you go to, cost of living is probably going to be low 
than other mm-hmm. places, you know. But uh, if you had him, if you had him here at Sporting, I mean, you put him next to what? Put him next to Fontas and uh, or fight fight for playing time with Courtney Ford. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think that um, that that's probably next to Fontas on the left because Peter Vermees had had told the Star <clears throat> um, not terribly long ago that right center back and a younger striker are two positions that he's specifically highlighting right now. I would have added. Uh, defensive midfielder to that before they signed Nemanja Rodoya. So mm-hmm. since he's saying right center back, that leads me to believe that <laughs> to uh, whether some people are going to like it or not, Fontis is probably the leader in the clubhouse in terms of starting at left center back. Probably. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Maybe he has a freaking crazy year. Like knows? he did that one time, man. You don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm not judging him. He does some good things. (laughs) You're right. Tom Bogert had said that Sporting KC are interested, but um, also Toronto FC, San Jose, and FC Cincinnati are are all Mm. pursuing him. And and this is a couple of days old. We haven't heard anything. And by by the time this comes out, who knows? That's that's sort of the nature of of this type of thing. Um, Yeah. Outside of him, I didn't see a lot of people. I mean, the other one, and I'm not sure that it's really realistic, but the only other guy that I saw there that I was like, ah, you know, that'd be that'd be kind of nice. I'd take Aaron Long, center back, oh, okay. experienced Red Bulls defender. He's out of contract. He's he's open to moves, he said, whether it's with here or Europe. I mean, <laughs> you're just, I'll take him. Yeah, of course. Sure. Absolutely. I'll take uh, free money, whatever, <laughs> you know. I mean, th- MLS free agency is kind of weird because it's like, I forget what the rules are now. It changes every year, but you have to have so many years of service and what, so by the time you get to MLS free agency, typically you're oftentimes a little bit older. (laughs) They're not even that old. Like you oftentimes, sure. But sometimes you can, you'll get lucky with a ripe 28 year old. Sure. But I mean, like Aaron Long, he's, he's not old, but he's 30. So it's not like you're getting a 26 year old center back. Right. Like Graham, you know, Graham Zeus, he's 35 and had free agency this year. And right. It's one of those, it's one of those things in sports where it's like, you talk about these people, like their grandpas and they're like, they're in like the prime of their life. (laughs) Like they have a long time ahead of them. Graham's like, would you like to do this hundred yard sprint real fast? See who's a grandpa. (laughs) Right. So, you know, but hedges and long, are either of them going to come uh, in all likelihood? No, but it's tough to say. I don't know. What is it? Like we don't sell it to people within the league very well. Like we don't sell the aspect of Kansas city maybe. Um, uh, well, I mean, what is that? I mean, we get a lot of players from outside the league. It's hard because I mean, Peter said it before and we've talked about it before. And I think it probably more applies to international players than even players within the league. But it's hard to get people to Kansas City, and it's easy to sell them once you get them here. Right. You just got to get them here. And and yeah. sometimes when their options are Kansas City or Miami or Kansas City or New York or L.A. or, or even Seattle, um, some, of the, some of the coastal cities, whether right or wrong, um, tend to have an advantage there. And, you know, I come from L.A. I come from a coastal city. I love Kansas City. I wouldn't move back to L.A. for a variety of reasons. I think there's a lot more to do in Kansas City and a lot more things for going on in, in Kansas City's favor than people know. But um, think there's a lot more to do in Kansas City than there is in L.A.? I didn't say that. I said there's oh. a lot more to do in Kansas City than people know. Oh, OK. Maybe I shut, <laughs> I, maybe I shut down right when you said that because I was no, like, yeah. No, LA I'm not it has like up. 19 sports teams. Yeah, but I mean, it takes you four hours to get there to go 10 miles sitting in traffic. That That's a bit frustrating. <laughs> it, it is a little rough sometimes. But I, you know, 
I think Kansas City as a whole is doing better at marketing itself. I think yeah. the draft coming up this year, the NFL draft being in Kansas City will help. And I think the World Cup in 2026 well, will probably help too. How about this? The ongoing Big 12 basketball tournament has always been a really great staple here. Sure. You know, that brings in a lot of people regionally. So Sure. If you're a Big it. 12 college basketball fan, you oh, know what yeah. Kansas City has to offer. How, you know, have you ever gone? I haven't, honestly, because okay. I'm. You don't know, you buy like a whole day so you get like tickets I, to I four games? So. You can, yeah. Sounds it's interesting. SC's okay at college basketball now, but historically not great. So college right. basketball's never been my jam so much. You didn't grow up really caring about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been, well, I mean, we did make it to an Elite Eight once when I was in, uh, you know, in, in the 90s when I was coming into my sports fandom and then a, a couple of years ago, but I feel uh, you. you know, we'll see. So, uh, but Kansas city, I think hopefully will get easier to sell. It's just, uh, it's still tough now compared to some of the other cities, but yeah. right. You. Center back or striker. But it's a, uh, it's also word of mouth uh, from players too, right? Cause they're your oh, biggest, sure. they're your biggest marketing executives is your players. They're going to tell their friends like how happy they are. It's no different than if you called me up and you're like, dude, I got a position open at work. It's really great, man. I think you'll be so Mm -hmm. happy. Your, your life will be great. You know, I'd be like, all right, where where do I apply? (laughs) Right. That's, I mean, it's, it's not what you know too, you know, whether that's right or wrong. So, uh, but I mean, that's what happened with Rodoya and Fontes. And, and I'm pretty sure that's what happened with Fontes and Ilya. Yeah. it's, It's like, now we have the Ilya Sanchez tree of sporting KC players. But before Ilya, I mean, can you throw Uri, Uri into that conversation? Uri, so maybe it's the Uri tree of sporting KC players. But, <laughs> and then you just continue to look at, oh man, it just goes down the chain. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's that Barca B pipeline of sporting Kansas City. I don't hate that. I think anyone <laughs> would take that in their right mind. We've gotten some decent play. I mean, Ilya, he, you know, had a number of good years here. Yeah. Ori helped win MLS Cup. Fontas, the, the jury's still out on what his ultimate legacy will be here, but he's got I the talent and the potential. We're judging him a little too harshly sometimes. We need to be a little more open-minded and watch the little things that he does. You know what I mean? I think the defense got better at the end of last season. Yeah. It, it started to find its its way and, and it helped as it helped everybody to have well, Agata and Tommy in the lineup. They felt more more confident, man, because uh, Voltaire didn't have to go forward and play that role. Sure. He could slide more back into that D mid because uh, uh, Tommy came in and was doing things. So defense wasn't as pressured as much. Right. And I think that's something that people forget is, is we had a starting number six to start the year. And God knows what happened with Jose Mari. Man. And he just left and was never to be heard from again. Is that and buried? So, Will we never get we'll never hear. Right. I mean, probably not at this point. How does that not come out though? Just like I mean, everything comes out at a smaller scale, but like there was a falling out of some sort with Kevin Ellis when he left and we never really heard what happened. I have my theories. Well, there are rumors, but (laughs) not fit for air. Um, Isn't he uh, playing for the Comets now? He was doing something with the Comets. I don't know if he's still playing or not, but okay. I thought he was rocking some indoor. I'm like, "That's that's a fast man's game, dude. Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso was that. A Comets game just the other day. We should go. How it's far is that wild. from you? Independence. It's not far. It's not bad. No, we should like get out to a game sometime. Minutes. Grab Absolutely. Chris or something. Gra- grab grab the ladies. It. Let's head up there. The Comets follow us on Twitter. Let's do it. I'm sure they'd help us. <laughs> they do. That'd be um, fun. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City. 
KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. I think Jose Mari not being there, I'm fascinated to see what this defense could do. A healthy yeah. Fontas with a quality right center back next to him behind Rodoya, if Rodoya can be, you know, anywhere close to what Ilya or classic Uri was, um, you know, a quality number six, I think that will immensely help the defense this year. This is going to be a weird year, man, because the signings, like the big announcements were like re-signing Zussi, Espinoza, and Fontas. And it's kind of like, okay, um, sound, sounds good. So you're saying we're, we're happy with, with where we were and we're not trying to get super flashy. You know what I mean? I mean, our big signings kind of were Tommy and Agata. We just got them six months early. And then yeah, the, the big additions, if you will, are getting your two designated players back in Polito and Gotti Kinda. Good point. I mean, and I think a lot of people, you know, you read a lot of the work, the pundits out there, the the dum-dums who do the email blast, stuff like that. <laughs> you read a lot of that stuff and, you know, you, you can take on their thoughts too, or you can vehemently disagree with them, you know? Sure. And sometimes I think I allow their thoughts to get in. I'm like, okay, I could see that. And it's like, wait, you, you, you've forgotten about Tommy and Agata and me reading this has made me forget you son of a bitch. <laughs> right. I mean, sport, sporting case, he's not going to get a Gareth Bale. We're not going to get a Luis Suarez or a Lionel Messi to come yeah. like 
Miami is rumored to go. Well, maybe when we whoop Messi's ass when he's here, then he'll be like, oh, I probably should have played for them. But look at some of the signings that Miami or, I mean, at LAFC, it kind of worked out, even though Bale, he played at the end, obviously, and played a key role in winning MLS Cup in terms of scoring the game-tying goal. But he didn't start that game. Inter Miami, they signed Gonzalo Higuain, one of the best goal scorers in the history of the game, and he goes on a tear at the end of the season. And what did it get them? A, a sneaking into the playoffs and ending at City Field in the playoffs yeah, in New York. Times, <laughs> it, it, you know. So sometimes Blaze Matuidi was this all everything midfielder who might have been past his prime, but all he did was get Inter Miami in trouble for breaking roster rules. What a great name, though! My God, what a great name! Doesn't <laughs> so sound real. Yeah, it's not always about the big name, and, and I think that's what I'm excited to see for Sporting KC this year. We had a question from Richard Sanchez. We also had an email from Richard Sanchez. We'll get to you in a We got minute, a question and an email? We wow, did. Richard. Thirsty much? <laughs> he said, what are the top things we need to happen for this upcoming season to be successful? And I think it's just keep doing what we were doing at the end of last year, shore up that right back position, have a healthy Polito and Kinda, and we're pick set, up, man. Pick up where you left off, man, I think. I don't know. I'm pretty optimistic. Um, despite reading people telling me why I shouldn't be optimistic. Uh, I just, I don't know. It just feels something feels good. And that's, that's a danger. That's a sign of danger to come. It does. I feel like everybody every year, and this isn't shade at MLS soccer.com pundits or whatnot, but I feel like every year they're always like, ah, sporting, they'll probably be in the playoffs, but they probably won't do anything like yeah. there, there, it's, there's, a little bit of expectation because of of the reputation of we are typically competitive, right. uh, but nobody ever expects Sporting KC to to win it, and it, I think that's probably going to be the case this year. Right, but, it's kind of like KU always, you know, kind of being expected to make the final four every year. Sure, you know what I mean. Not really yeah. to win it, but you know, at least get get in the conversation. They'll be there, and and this year I think is is truly a year that, barring injury, which clearly derailed us last year, and if you can find that proper right center back to play next to Fontes probably might be um, Ford, yeah. honestly the biggest question for me outside of all of that is what happens at the goalkeeper position do we have Melia return to a 2020-2021 form wait was or, he, did we sign Melia again uh whoa that's a good question I thought he was still under contract but I thought he, we had him for another year uh, you Am might want to might want to fact check that one. I don't know. You know, we uh we do a lot of googling right here uh live. Yeah, Melia to... is signed through the 2024 season. Oh, they just so they just gave him an extension then, right? Like re- this year. This was last uh in February. No, what is happening? What is going on? What is going on? Am I thinking expansion draft? Am I thinking the fact that he was left unprotected? I feel like I'm losing my mind right I now. I think so. I mean, this was back in, in November when they announced their roster moves. They signed Melia to a two-year deal through 2024. Oh, so it, it did just just it after the year, but he's still he's under contract right now. So he's back. So this was, they had not yet, they announced that they were negotiating with Zussi and, and Roger. and. So Fonson. I'm not insane. So you're right. After the season, he was out of contract, but they quickly signed a new one for two more seasons. Did you mean I was losing? We're both right. I was, We're both I was right. losing it. I know, but you made it sound like, <laughs> oh my God, I was getting so scared. I was like, I'm sounding like an idiot. No, we're both right. Um, you ever listen to a podcast where they're like, um, they have their producer Google something while they continue talking? And I was like, hey, we could do that. 
put put Tucker to work. <laughs> but I'm like, but why not? Why not just watch Jimmy uh, Google shit? It works yeah. fine. And now that we're on video, everybody can see me Google it too. Hey, they were hearing your tap tappy all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm I'm interested to see what happens at the goalkeeper position because yeah, Melia clearly stamp, right? did not live up to the Melia rep in 2020. And then he ended the season injured and didn't come back. And Pulse Camp had a hell of a stretch. He did. So, he got he had some big uh big stops on some big strikers, man. How about stopping that Chicharito Panenka? And we were oh there God. in person. Oh my, God. oh my God. We didn't even win that and it felt like we won. We we drew that game. Panenka hit right down the middle and for the Pulse win, Camp that would have won. Stayed there. He just oh stonewalled him. And Chicharito's <laughs> like, sorry, fans. And they're throwing daggers of booze. They were so mad. And we were just, we were drinking it in. Schadenfreude. The max, bro. It was so good. That was fun. That was a fun one. That was a blast. Um, it was hot. It was hot. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm curious. I think you don't sign Melia to a two-year deal with no intention of at least giving him a fair competition. You get a so. healthy Melia in there and he might just win that position back you know what i mean they'll have a battle in preseason yeah i mean speaking of penalties we pulse camp obviously did well to to stop the panenka but there's been so many penalty shootouts in the world cup and and you see some of these goalkeepers um you know for the netherlands not i mean i felt bad for him he's just he's six eight he's like a transformer but he's guessing the wrong way every time so there's nothing he can do yeah you know it makes you realize how fortunate you are to have a keeper like Tim Melia, who historically, and it's beyond a fluke at this point, but historically has saved around 50% of penalty kicks that he takes, which is about 30, 80% is typical penalty conversion rate. So yeah, he's far and above he's what beast, man. averages. He's so, beast. I, I'd love to get him back on here and, and talk to him about uh, his injury rehab and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we haven't had him on since our new format here so that's true we'll get him back on i'm sure maybe before the season starts we can get we can get That'd him on be fun. him and uh peter right 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 before <laughs> there you go um so yeah we'll see what happens but uh thank you for the question uh richard we also saw your email um happy birthday oh he wanted some birth he, <laughs> he wants some wishes he wanted some birthday wishes so okay happy birthday richie yeah. he uh no it's uh he's been with us for a long time man so appreciate yeah. you appreciate you um tell us what's going on with dana white and daniel shallowy oh okay Do you, you see... had to bring this attention or bring this to my I attention i thought you saw this it was it was very funny uh apparently dana white said something uh i don't have it pulled up right now but he said that uh you know soccer's very overrated uh, anyone can score he said anyone can score three points with a net that big and i was just thinking like do you mean three goals or do you mean like anyone can win a match like what the hell is that he even knows what he's saying he's no he's he's, he's a troll he's kind of brain dead sometimes um i mean he runs ufc so that's okay he he passes but i think daniel shallowy retweeted him and he said okay uh i hit a kid in third grade one time does that mean i can be uh an ultimate fighter because dana white said that's why it's a kid's game because you just run around and kick a ball I have the exact quote here. It's you got Dave it? White says, can't stand soccer. I think it's the least talented sport on earth. There's a reason three-year-olds can play soccer, okay? You run around and kick a ball. Do you know how untalented you have to be to score three points when the net is this big? 
And then, Do uh, you, okay, you know how untalented you have to be to score a touchdown when the end zone's that big. Look at all that space <laughs> down there. <laughs> I know you're fired up. You were, you were, well, I am giving fired it to up. me via text message. Hey, and I was like, I'm all not going to do is hit it to the grass in, in baseball because there's only three outfielders out there. So that, right. you're good. It's huge. Yeah. Dan- Daniel goes, if I could punch another kid when I was in kindergarten, that means I could be in UFC today. So it's just, it doesn't make a lick of sense. Uh, Dana White's just very, very stupid. I don't think anyone expects him to tweet informative points. (laughs) And how come, how come everyone thinks it's cool to like hate on soccer? Like can't stand soccer. No one asked you, bro. It's like racists that say they can't (laughs) stand a certain race. And it's like, you didn't have to say that. You didn't have to even put that out there. There's no thing. I don't know. I mean, I think it's, I don't know why particularly American sports fans are like soccer sucks. It's so boring. And then soccer fans get really defensive and we're like, well, actually there's more action in soccer games than there is in the average NFL game. And have you seen these NFL scores? Those are way more boring than any soccer I've been watching like 10 to three or whatever. Like what are we watching Tom Brady's offense and taking that Brady and, (laughs) <laughs> you need to be watching Patrick Mahomes because he'll score 27 points and then allow 27 points right after that. It's a wild time watching these guys. <laughs> um, but hey, shout out to to Daniel for sticking up for the sport we all know and love. Very funny. I, so. I think he, I think Daniel like watches fighting as well, so he's probably just like what fighting's the-? not a. I mean, like there's it obviously takes talent to be a fighter. It takes talent sure. to be a soccer player. It takes talent, and that's why I don't understand. I'm like, can't we all just like? It's the same thing with like the Apple iPhone versus Android fight. I'm like, what sure. if we all just let people use the phones that they prefer to use? Or what if we just let people watch the Wait. sport they prefer to, to watch? And it's not that Wait. serious. <laughs> we had a group chat with you, me, and Chris. And the first thing you said was, oh, well, Chris, okay. this Android over here. Yeah. The green bubble's got to go. <laughs> Can't so. we all just get along? <laughs> iPhone shaking the hands of Androids. Fucking Chris and his Android. <laughs> green bubble text. Uh, that might be Apple's fault, but that's for another podcast. <laughs> um, Apple could fix that if they want to. Oh my um, lord! Anywho, that's my that's my soapbox. <laughs> uh, speaking of all getting along, you know who's not getting along is uh, uh, Greg Berhalter and Giovanni Reyna. Yeah, so, uh, Gio Reyna had to come to his own defense today. It, I mean, this is the wild saga that nobody asked for in no U.S. soccer drama. No one and, cares what's going on. It could have gone away, except people keep making it worse. Um, yeah. It apparently started the, the the TLDR too long didn't read is uh, <laughs> That's what that for, those, means. for those of you who don't know. Um, I'm feeling old over here. Obviously, Geo Geo <laughs> didn't play in the first game against Wales, and people were like, "What the heck?" Uh, and Greg was like, "Yeah, he's got a little bit of hamstring tightness." And then Geo after the game's like, "I'm totally good," and we're like, Ooh. "Okay, something weird's coming on." And then he played a like a few minutes in the England game, and then I think came on in the second half against Iran, right. um, or 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 no, I don't remember. He might have played a few minutes against Iran and came on in the second half against the Netherlands. Yeah, the Netherlands. He didn't play all that much. No, um, not as much as people would have liked because that man pe- is quick. Right, and people are like, what's going on? And there's rumors flying out around. You know, he and Greg aren't getting along, and Eric Wijnaldum's getting in there and whatnot. Well, then. Greg Berhalter goes to some sort of a, a leadership summit or whatnot. I don't remember the exact in place. Qatar. No, he's back in the States here. He's, oh, he's in New York right now. <laughs> yeah, no, they came back fast. Um, he went to some sort of a, a, a leadership summit in um, 
in New York City. And and okay. Baralter says, uh, unprompted, he's talking about leadership of some sort. An example I can give you. In the last World Cup, we had a player that was clearly not meeting expectations on and off the field. One of 26 players, so it stood out. As a staff, we sat together for hours deliberating what we are going to do with this player. We were ready to book a plane ticket home. That's how extreme it was. Wow. And what it came down to is we're going to have one more conversation with him. And part of the conversation was how we're going to behave from here on out. There aren't going to be any more infractions. But the other thing we said to him was, you're going to have to apologize to the group, but it's going to have to say why you're apologizing. It's going to have to go deeper than I'm sorry. And I prepped the leadership group with this. I said, okay, this guy's going to apologize to you as a group, to the whole team. And what was fantastic in this whole thing is that after he apologized, they stood up one by one and said, listen, it hasn't been good enough. You haven't been meeting our expectations of a teammate, and we want to see that change. They took ownership of the process, and from that day on, there were no issues with this player. So Greg's airing a little bit of laundry, right? But yeah. he didn't say you don't hear two words you don't hear anywhere in that statement, Gio Reyna, right? No, he didn't say words, but like, come on, everyone kind of knows. Well, then it was going to come out. You have to know it's going to come out. Tom Boger's yeah. out there. He goes, this is Gio Reyna. I know from sources. You have The Athletic out there that had a story they were going to publish. They paused it due to what happened with Grant. And then they came out and they were like, Gio Reyna's lack of effort and training and scrimmage versus a Qatari club uh, contributed to his role at the World Cup. Now Gio Reyna's out there making a statement, basically saying that he's disappointed and hope not to comment on this. He put out a huge long thing on on uh, uh, Instagram, but he's defending himself and he goes, "I acknowledge this and I and I wish it was happen. Uh, I wish it happened differently, but I'm disappointed that there's continuing coverage as well as some highly fictionalized versions of the events, and I'm extremely surprised that anyone on the U.S. men's team staff would contribute to it." Man, now okay. I don't know what what developments have happened since we recorded this, but I think that uh, <laughs> you know he, he he. I hope he takes it and he uses it as fuel for twenty twenty six. You know, because he could be one hell of a player. Uh, I did hear that like no one, you know, anyone who knows him in Germany, he plays for Dortmund, doesn't he? Yes. Uh, they're they're like no, you know, no problems with him. He's well. There have been some or... rumors of of him being young and immature, but. What's interesting is if you look at some of the players who are liking Gio Reyna's Instagram post. This is this is the content we're here for. You know, I listened to Extra Time uh, today, yeah. and they they were saying this too, and they were like, "Is this what we're really doing?" And I was like, "Hey, man, Absolutely they're kind, they're kind of st- they're stealing our shtick. We're, we would we would do that." <laughs> Matt Turner, Tim Ream. Ricardo Pepe, Mark McKenzie, uh, Jordan Pifok, uh, George Bello, Joe Scally. These are U.S. men's national team players. Someone said that someone liked it and then like withdrew their like. Uh, I don't remember who it was. It's just this is like high school drama that, of course, this is what would happen to the U.S. men's national team oh, after yeah. a World Cup. But, but who cares? What do we well, care right now? Because Greg's in the middle of a contract negotiation. And if you're losing, whether Geo... What probably happened, Gio got upset, didn't behave well. They talked to him. They moved on. There you have it. U.S. soccer's mad because they said that this statement that Greg made at this summit was explicitly off the record, quote unquote. You got to know. If you say this at a conference, it's going to get out there. Someone's going to tweet it. Absolutely. Can't do that. So whether Gio Gio behaved well or not, he's going to be one of the key players three and a half years from now. Sure. You got to figure it out. 
Got to so, figure it out. I just, I don't know where we go from here. I don't think this helps Greg's sort of case to stick around. I think at, at a certain point, you just might have to say, you know what? Thanks. And just for the sake of everybody, we're moving on. Yeah, probably so. But we'll keep an eye on all the juice because that uh, <laughs> sounds absolutely stupid. This is like freaking Degrassi, U.S. Men's National Team version. I can't even believe it's something we have to talk about. But it's going to like blow up and people will be like, why didn't why didn't you guys talk about it? And it's like, I guess we thought it was stupid. <laughs> I mean, this is like this is such a 2022 like controversy where we're and this happens in sports it's like whenever like transfer season comes up you have all the different fan accounts and they're like well okay this plane landed here and it's taking off to go there which means this player might be on this plane to get here and this person liked this tweet which means they're probably hey, going there you're not wrong over on current <laughs> over on currently chris texted me and said so and so just followed allison howard the current's president See? and then she signed it's insane sometimes it, it sometimes it's nothing and sometimes it's something but who's i don't who's taking the time to to keep an eye on people's follows that's I mean, that's crazy somebody that's out there's cra- doing it who what is your hobby some people play xbox <laughs> some people read books some people stay on twitter to see if who's following who apparently no that's wild dude i mean do you got time, do you got time for that no you're a very busy man no. it's insane I barely have time to do anything. You barely, it's, it's pulling teeth to get you on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but somebody's doing it. And man, if you need to solve a crime or a murder or a mystery, find a soccer fan who's yeah. on Twitter and they'll at least get you a theory to start with <laughs> based on who's following and liking somebody. Yeah. That's some criminal mind shit. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Like I imagine it's like, the Charlie Day board where it's like all the strings and the papers and everything from Always Sunny where he's like coming up with all the theories. This person followed this person and this person like that. And this is what it means. So hilarious. It's it's just it's wild. But here we are. Here we U.S. Are. soccer. This is exactly what you want to happen after, uh, you know, a relatively successful World Cup in three years before you're hosting it and everything. Yeah. This is what you want to be dealing with. That's the, that's the conversation right now surrounding the organization. That's what we care about. Yep. Very cool. Awesome. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Let's see here. We got another question via email uh, from one of our listeners, Steve. 
And Steve sent this uh, a few days ago. We told him we would uh, stick around or keep it around for, for this week's episode. Um, and he says, hey, guys, one of the selling points that has been offered about the switch to Apple TV is that MLS can create more original content. They've already said they will have pre and post game shows, but if you could pitch an idea that you knew would get greenlit, what would it be? Personally, I would love a welcome to Wrexham style show about multiple teams, as well as a balanced recap show each week. Thank you for your amazing contributions to SKC fandom. I'm a fairly new SKC fan and listening to your pod really helped me grow my excitement for the team. Hell yeah. Uh, well, Hell thank yeah, you, Steve. Steve. Thank That's you. awesome. I'm just, dude, I was, I'm like racking my brain now. I'm like, you know, original content. You think like reality shows, competition shows, like, you know, maybe a a player cooking segment or something, you know, (laughs) Uh, there's just so many things out there. I, I hope there is a good weekly recap show, like something that airs on like eight o'clock Friday nights or something like that. Um, Yeah. Cause I'd watch it. That's a great way to get, catch up on your highlights and shit. Cause ESPN's not showing all of that. They did for a little bit on ESPN Plus. Taylor Twelman had the MLS Rewind show, which I thought oh, was yeah. decent, sure. and that died pretty quick. Yeah, um, people, well, it's gonna die if people aren't watching it or if you're not hearing about it. So, yeah, well, in ESPN Plus, like they just needed content early, and yeah, it's sometimes it's hard to find some of that stuff in the ESPN Plus setup. If it, if there's an MLS specific section of whatever, however Apple sets it up, yeah, I think it could be successful i think there will be man i i think if apple tv is throwing this kind of money at this it's it's i'm very happy with apple tv plus uh it's a great platform mm-hmm. so i think it's just gonna be this is good for all parties involved unless you don't have apple tv right now or you're not a season ticket holder right well, <laughs> you probably think it's yeah. fucking stupid well i mean even if you have apple tv plus right now it's still gonna cost an additional fee to get There's the like games. an add-on yeah it's but you know, the season ticket members, man, that's where it's at. And what you, you do, I mean, why wouldn't you guys just uh, share with your friends like everyone else does? Well, did you see what the Seattle Sounders just did? They launched like their Sounders digital membership, they called it, which comes with season tickets and Apple, uh, whatever this Apple MLS package will be called. Yeah. And then it also comes with like some other perks, discounts and, and huh. um, you know, premier uh priority access to certain things or whatnot so it's kind of like an enhanced season ticket membership uh which makes me wonder if sporting might do something similar it's kind of neat uh, yeah so it's, Are you still get season tickets and stuff yeah it, it was some all, extra perks huh that's cool part of it let me see here you know speaking of me searching for something probably a, sounders digital membership probably a limited number uh available and stuff and yeah so seattle sounders launched new digital membership ahead of the 2023 season um so, oh, I lied. Hold on. It's it doesn't get season tickets. Oh, but you okay. get you get a, a subscription to MLS season pass, pre-sale access for playoff and single match tickets, access to away match tickets for out-of-market fans. There you go. Pre-sale opportunities for things at Lumen Field, a digital membership card, 10% off at mls.store.com products and additional benefits inside the Sounders app. So all of this is for 110 bucks instead of the like whatever it is, 90 bucks that you would normally get it for. So right, it's a little bit more, but you get um, some of those additional perks. So mm. it's interesting. That's fine. So you wouldn't, yeah, if you don't have season tickets, but still want that package, why not? Yeah. Now I know Sporting KC has done on YouTube, they're sort of like, what's it called? Behind the Shield or whatnot, which yeah. is Wrexham-ish, I That's guess you cool could say. a cool kind of thing. It's more like a, uh, oh, an NFL Films Three, yeah. uh, two minute highlight package deal 
Yeah, and I guess that's With one thing that Liev Schreiber, Schreiber, <laughs> the, talking the about. sort of like hard knocks type deal. <laughs> right. um, that could be kind of cool if you if you really had unfettered. Now, granted, hard knocks is not truly unfettered access. There's very particular edits that are shown and not shown in those, but right. still, it gives the illusion at least of unfettered access. It'd be kind of cool to see that. Well, we don't have them. We don't have an all or nothing like uh, Prime Video does for these sure. European teams and. It's such a good uh, deep dive and they, they kind of follow them along throughout the whole season. So yeah. I think it'd be really cool if Apple TV is doing some kind of all or nothing with a specific team right out the gate mm-hmm. and just follows them throughout the whole year. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it could be similar to like last chance you would come out on Netflix and it'd be about the season prior, but you yeah. still get invested in the storylines and the characters. You still watch that? I haven't watched the last season or so, but gotcha. I was real into it for a couple of years. Last you, last chance you basketball drops today. So okay, well there you go. So there, there's a couple ideas that that can be there. I think a, a rewind show. I love the idea of a whip around show, which I think they're going to be doing. Yeah, uh, that's kind of like say. a red zone style channel. Yeah, um, I'd love two personalities that I think do a real good job, but don't get to talk about M- yeah. MLS. Well, obviously, <laughs> um, the MLS uh, games explicitly as often as I'd like. You know. Uh, Hercules Gomez and Sebastian Salazar do a real good job playing off each other. I wouldn't be surprised to see them have a show on there. Right. So, and who knows? Maybe our buddies, the Cooligans, get on there. <laughs> That's a possibility as well. You never know. And if they get on there, obviously they're bringing us on as guests. If they can, you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine? We're the we're the first guests, right? That's so doubtful. Alexis, Very Christian, doubtful. get on it. No Let's way. Go. <laughs> if you need a sporting expert, we'll uh, oh, we'll hop gosh. on there. Um, I'd be so scared. You would. Be it's all virtual now, man. No one can. No one can judge you through a computer screen. Um. Last thing, I guess, since you know, I, I kind of want to mention as a uh, a rumor that's going around is, do you see that there's speculation that the 2024 Copa America is going to be hosted here in the United States, and that the U.S., Canada, and Mexico would take part? Yeah. Are we? Uh, we don't always take part in that, do we? We have before, but no, it's typically, it's it's the South American version of, yeah. of the Gold Cup. Right. And we don't typically, yeah, we don't typically do that. I think I've seen it happen before. Yeah. Sometime, but. It, it, we did it a, a time or two ago. It wasn't long ago that we were in it. But so we'll probably host a game here. Probably. Yeah. It's, it's in preparation possible. for the World Cup coming. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, I like this because. Okay. We're probably going to play better competition in the Copa America than we would be in the Gold Cup. Yeah, and uh, that's just a warm-up for World Cup. Exactly. You know, getting so, some good competition and uh, learning some stuff. I think it's important that we play teams like Uruguay or Argentina or Brazil, uh, Chile, not necessarily the Trinidad and Tobago's or the Curaçao's. Or, and, and nothing against these teams, but these aren't the world cup quality teams that we need to be competing against to get ready to potentially compete in a world cup. Good point. So it's uh it'll, it'll be an interesting opportunity to see if our younger players can continue to progress. Right. So, but yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, world cup is, uh, we're recording this before the Argentina Croatia game. And then obviously today on Wednesday, people can watch the France Morocco game. Um, I think obviously Argentina and France are the odds on favorites at this point, right? For the final favorites, which makes me think you got to root for Croatia and Morocco. I mean, (laughs) can you imagine how 
mad Fox executives would be if Croatia yeah. and Morocco made the final? It'll probably be France and Argentina, you know, France in there again, yeah. or France and Croatia. That'll be that'll be the same as it was, you know. We're gonna look real dumb if Croatia somehow pulled it out against Argentina since we recorded before this game. But I mean, yeah. hey, Messi versus Mbappe. That's yeah. that's a pretty you know the past versus the future. That's that's yeah. a pretty awesome storyline. That should have been a, a final probably, and the final will be on Sunday. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll see who gets the whole thing. Yeah. Do you, are you pulling for Croatia or Morocco one more than the other? Just for you know Morocco probably. Okay. You know, uh, but well, I'll take Croatia I, then. I think France will probably go. I mean, you know, Black Lives Matter, and I just think like, uh, you know, African nations and stuff. You really want to support them, you know. But if you want to support your white Croatian, that's fine. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Wonderful way to, to you just, end that you one. Know, it is tough though when you. So I get this. I got a buddy who lives in Brazil, and he is devastated. By the way, absolutely gutted. And he's like crying. I'm, and I'm so I didn't rub it in. I was like, big hugs to you, you know, because it's, it's like they deeply, deeply care oh, more than we ever could. It's like Catholicism, it's insane. And uh, he was telling me that uh, <laughs> he was asking me who I support, and I mentioned all these European teams. He's like, why so many white guys? And I was like, God, I because I am, and that that's bad, okay? I don't know. So how about I go for Cameroon and Morocco, goddammit? <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Honestly, um, he also told me there's rumors of Josie Altador coming down there, and he asked me what my opinion was of Josie Altador. I was like, uh, you know, he had like four double-digit goal-scoring seasons in Toronto. Yeah. And then kind of fell off the wagon, big Injuries. bowl. Yeah, powerful. I said if he was a backup uh, striker, I'd take him on sure. my team. Sure. So but I think there's rumors he's going to Vasco, which is the okay. uh, Portuguese second division. If uh, if Argentina does make the final, we uh, we might have to talk to our boy Kevin from SKC oh, Fan TV we, and, and we want get all that. his reaction. He'll get on here and, and be uh, be a little too wild. Well, I think either way, whether Argentina wins or Argentina loses, it's going to make for great content. It could, yeah, he's always uh, he, he's a screamer. Drink he's, his tears, or he'll be on here drink know, his tears. streaking across the screen in joy. Uh, we will not have a streaker, but I, I will. <laughs> I'd like to. I drink some messy tears. That's good stuff. Uh, I, honestly, I'm kind of pulling for Messi a little bit. I, I don't I, know I'm why. Not, because I like. I don't like Ronaldo. But I'm, he yelled over. He's gone. Ronaldo. I know, but if Messi could get a World Cup in yeah. his sort of you know basket of accomplishments, then. That is a pretty big feather in the cap of greatest of all time. He ain't shit until he gets an MLS cup. All right. Seriously. That's That's what matters. He'll get it with Miami. Probably. (laughs) We'll see. Miami's still doing crazy stuff with their roster. So Miami's weird. Are we ever going to play them? That's what I want to know. Are we ever going to get get, scheduled? Get down there and go for a a little mini vacation, hop on a cruise ship, do some cocaine. Well, when in Rome, when in (laughs) Miami, when in Miami, I suppose. (laughs) That's one thing that I will not be doing. Yeah, it wouldn't be so, good. But uh but yeah, so we'll see. It's uh it's an exciting I mean if France wins, it's back-to-back championships, so I guess that's an interesting storyline. If Argentina wins, it's Messi's first time. If Croatia gets to the final, it's trying to avenge uh their loss, and if Morocco gets there, it's the Cinderella story. That's so there's a storyline either Morocco. way. Morocco's so much more fun. Like that just sounds awesome and these these guys are having a good time. Yeah. So 
Also, we'll there's see. white guys on Morocco, so I was like, what? I mean, hey, there's people from all over. All sorts I didn't of get it at first. I didn't get it. Anybody can be from anywhere. You don't know. <laughs> so That's true. That's yeah. true, but you just that's just how it is. You don't see, uh, you know, I was surprised when uh, Casey Curran's goalkeeper got called to Jamaica, and she's a white girl. I was like, it what? Happens. It happened. Hey, like I said, anybody can be from anywhere. You I don't, don't get know. It. I'll never understand. So. Indigenous. But uh, that's about all I have for this week. You got anything else for our good listeners? Uh, not really. No. no. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's get out of here. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at DanCoozer, at JCMac03. Uh, shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And check out our merch store if you need a, a last-minute holiday gift. I'm sure you can pay for some expedited shipping, or, or maybe it'll get there in time. I don't know. Bitly.com slash NoOtherPod for the no other pod fan in your life. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. My birthday's on Saturday. Buy me stuff. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.